It's Overexposed, the film photography podcast with me, Sasquatch Mansfield. This week, I talk with Juho Lapinen from Camera Rescue in Finland. I'm probably butchering his name and have, you know, just sorry. Um, they, they, Camera Rescue is set out to save 100,000 film cameras in 2020. Their efforts to save these cameras helps film photography stay alive so that our children and grandchildren can enjoy the same camera selection that we're enjoying. Yuho and I had a nice chat about, like, you know, a wide range of things like normal. Uh, but the main takeaway that I got from it was that photos are important and we need to get out there and document the places and people that matter to us. But first, you should you should listen to this. Okay. Yeah. Don't, I mean, unless you could, like, listen to this and go do something else. Since you're here, you should listen. Okay. Let's get into it. Yeah, thanks so much for being on the podcast, man. Yeah, no problem, no problem. So it's um what? 10-ish there? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm fresh with my morning coffee and you don't you aren't that fresh, I guess. <laughs> well, I so it is two in the morning. <laughs> and um I went to bed. I went to bed at 7.30 in preparation for waking up super early for this. So, Oh, okay. So you yeah. slept. I yeah, have slept great. about like four hours, five hours. So I'm, I'm good nice. to go. Oh, okay. Nice. So it's both, both of us having morning coffee then. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's solid. Um, so you, you grew up in Finland? Yeah. Uh, well, yes and no. Uh, I, I also grew up in Honduras, in not far from you, and uh, <laughs> from from when I was five to ten. So, so I, I lived there when I was a small kid. So that's so crazy. Yeah, and I learned first to 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 write in English and Spanish in a like bilingual school in in, in in Honduras and then only when I came to Finland I, I had a chance to actually learn to write in Finnish which which turned out to be hard at that point. <laughs> That's wild. So what why what brought your family to Honduras? Uh, my father is a forest engineer, so so there were some uh, forestry programs in in Honduras, and uh, there's a forestry school in in Siguatepeque in Honduras, and so I I lived there, a small town in the middle of Honduras for five years when I was a kid. Wow, did you like it? Yeah, and I mean it's uh, it it has. Uh, made a very kind of this big big uh, influence in my life of of both uh, in in all kinds of social justice kind of uh, inputs it you know being the the kid who grew up with with like uh a, well like seeing a different amount of inequality in the world than most kids 
So so it, it kind of left me uh, left a stain in me, which which I I do like and appreciate because it you know makes hopefully me a better adult. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I feel like that I was that was something I traveled almost zero as a kid, and I think that's something so important to like broaden your horizons and and see other cultures and also like you were saying see inequalities because there's so many around the world but we we we, you know we stay in our bubble and don't really think about them as much so yeah and 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 there there are so many reasons for inequality and even though like even though some people have it much worse uh they might be happier than the ones with uh, like their daily life might be more full of joy and more full of hope and more full of uh so so that that is the the kind of the deep understanding that it's it's there is no one way for or fulfillment or or joy in life um or or there is but it's not it's not the the, the capitalistic kind of world views yeah. it's not the one that's marketed to us essentially yes that's good i like that yeah man so in the and and part of part of your mission um like what what drew me to you i like i'm i love old cameras i shoot old cameras and it terrifies me that old cameras might die because then like the medium that I love film photography will go by the wayside. Like that's the only thing I think holding back film photography is people repairing cameras. So your mission is like, yeah. But yeah, and it's, it's also a, our mission is essentially only a, a countermeasure to something that wasn't there. So uh, it's, it's we did the save analog camera survey in 2017 and noticed that there isn't there are very good companies taking care of film being available in 30 years and there are companies making sure that paper is available in 30 years and there are labs that are teaching the new generation the, the, the arts of hand developing uh, so there, there will be uh, definitely like the the basis will there be there, and the chemistry is not that um, complicated for for black and white, especially uh, for color it is obviously. But um, like there is a future in the film and the growth in the last two years, especially since the safe analog cameras has been like momentous. But uh, there was. Uh, kind of our our findings kind of grew into that at least in Europe there was a very very kind of uh, well the, the the problem in Europe is is much more historical than in the US or Japan because the US and Japan have been essentially the same sized markets as Europe in a whole but Europe is you know 15 languages and 30 countries so all of them had their own 
repair networks and their own Nikons and Canons and and Fuji films and everything. And then one film uh, went out of the kind of the market. Uh, it those kind of organizations shriveled and and uh, because they were so small. Uh, so so there was left very little of this kind of uh, whole know-how. If there ever even was there uh, this one shop that could do Pentax and Leica and Nikon, and they were proprietary shops for each brand, essentially. And uh, in in Japan and in in uh, in the U.S., they were much more centralized, and people were used to having a like central repair shop for for a brand. So so things you know they they could be scaled down. And then we noticed that in 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 Europe there there was this situation where there wasn't that much repair know-how. Or if it was, it was one one man shops or two man shops, and very much on the brink of retirement. And uh, then there was also um, like a lot of well, what we kind of still need to remember is that film photography is a very niche thing. It like even though it's growing a lot, it's one percent or two percent that are interested in it. Yeah. So nine, 98% are still throwing their cameras away. Um, and if, if, if there is no uh, newspaper articles, if there is no people collecting cameras, or, or the, if there is nothing in the local billboard saying that sell your camera to me or give your camera to me, then they will just end up in, in the landfill or recycled or... or like the materials, which is it, it's a shame if if a camera that weighs one kilo is is re recycled for materials, you it has absolutely no value yeah. in in terms of of like material value. So yeah, man, yeah. Well, I yeah, but that, that that's that's how we started essentially. Like right. it's just a counter movement to something that needs to be done. Uh, and, and yes, it, it's turned into our mission, but it's like it's more of a mission because it, no one was doing it than, <laughs> sure. than of our very oh yeah okay well, so yeah so that's why we're doing it essentially. So it's not. Not not the fact that we we were so, uh, how would I call it, like broad-minded that we could see this happen in Europe and and make it our mission beforehand. It was more of a oh we noticed that this happened is happening in Europe and nothing no one is doing anything. Can we do something? Uh, try, kind of um, a reaction. Not, not, not that we are that uh, somehow prophetic <laughs> or like visionaries or something, you know. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, when did you start repairing cameras? Uh, well, it 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 started in like 
in soon after we 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 did the camera rescue kind of we we set up the camera rescue brand and the mission in 2017 in Finland turned 100 years in in December and oh, then cool. we did this uh kind of uh crazy goal of doing 100,000 cameras because of the 100 years yeah. um uh so at that point we we took like all all the know-how we could find in Finland from the old masters and and tried to bring them on onto the to the project and 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 like we had uh, we got the best masters but because they are elderly one one of them passed away after half a year oh, uh, then then but we still had uh, had a few left so so we've been growing it from that essentially yeah. and and now now there's four guys that can do full fully uh full repairs and and then now we're we're getting three three to four apprentices apprenticeships or like me, like the next <laughs> like level guys yeah. there so so in a few years we'll have eight then that's huge yeah that's huge my, um the guy that I take my camera to in Austin yeah. Yeah. um he's the only one in like yeah. central texas that does camera repair and he's uh, yeah i don't know he's probably like 75 yeah so over it <laughs> and i i was like oh well, apprentice like i'll work for free like teach me everything you need to know cuz i want to know all this stuff yeah. Like, ah, you don't want to do it. It's <laughs> it's too tedious. <laughs> yeah, I, and I think that that is also uh, very common that w- the one like one man shops. It's 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 very frustrating for them because it's not a very um, kind of easy thing to teach, and not it's not a short process. So it's it's process of it depends on 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 like how talented a person is, but mm. it's from one year to maybe four years that you 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 come like become a like independent uh, like person that can do repairs. Yeah, um, and there the, the the issue most of these repair places have is that they are repairing customer work mm-hmm. so so you cannot put a like a apprentice uh, to do customer work for a year yeah and then uh or you can't even take time from the customer work to teach someone for a year right uh, so, so it's you need a certain bit of struct structure for it to be even even possible to to have a mentorship program and uh, and like i understand it because it's for 15 years or 20 years their business have been has been going down and down and down and down so even though they must must have had enthusiastic young men knocking the door every year or so they they still don't believe that there is a future in it Mm. and so it, it needs a bit of a 
encouraging and it needs a bit of structure and then then like yeah and it needs the the master to be like willing to to pass the knowledge on and even if they would be willing not all of the masters are equipped with enough kind of teaching know-how or mentorship like skills to actually pull it through so yeah for sure i mean that's that's a lot of people that are super great at one area lack another one i mean that's i came from i used to build guitars and that was like what i did for around 10 years and a lot of the guys that were like incredible great you know great technicians could not teach another person like to save their life yeah and um yeah it's it's just a different different way of looking at it because you have this insider knowledge you know it and so you look at someone that doesn't know i'm like just figure it out man (laughs) but yeah it's it's a little bit more nuanced than that yeah 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 and it's 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 also like it's it's only humans teaching humans so there's always like like the the social part of it and there is the um kind of human chemistry or personal chemistry that that's going on and like it, it 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 might be easier to teach some people than it might be easier to some people also so also <laughs> about finding a match yeah <laughs> yeah so you're like a little matchmaker over there <laughs> yeah yeah that's our camera matchmaking service <laughs> that's good um and you guys i'm like blown away by the um with those like ah, i can't remember what you call them but you you have boxes of like stuff that you put up like a bunch of gear, you just throw them in like boxes. Outlet and boxes. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you guys sell boxes. out of those so fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 <laughs> been a surprise to us for also because it it was a thing that we never thought that we would do online because like the boxes are thirty euros or forty euros or like thirty dollars, forty dollars. Right. So so it's the it's essentially. Um, like when you factor in packaging costs and the logistic costs and everything, it's it's almost giving stuff out for free. Um, sure. <laughs> but uh, like, uh, but on the other hand, we, we when we do this, we get a lot of stuff that is, you know, um, I don't know, a Tamron zoom lens. It's it's. If it has fungus, we we have eight without fungus already in in yeah. <laughs> like waiting for someone to buy them. So like there is little point in in trying to fix that when we have a lot of stuff to fix and a limited amount of uh, fixing power. So so then we do outlet boxes, or we used to do outlet events. So we would drive around Europe in in photo events and especially analog photo events and then just put these bins out and it's essentially a dollar store of the analog world you know 
uh, and people liked it a lot. And we always thought that that would be the the only way to do it. But then again, like Corona came, and we wanted we 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 had like essentially stored a lot of the stuff just waiting for the summer and the events. And then we noticed that we we just don't have storage space, so we have to try something. So then we did the first outlet drop in in May or June, and then they all sold in within 24 hours. And then then we're like, okay, well, that that must be a fluke. Let's do another one. Yeah. <laughs> then they all sold even faster. And then yeah. then we did the third one where we were like, oh, we'll do a hundred boxes. No one will buy a hundred boxes. <laughs> And then, like from the hundred ninety, were sold in the first six hours or something. Oh my gosh! And and like people, and we like obviously, even if if it's uh, essentially giving stuff out for for free or or like for the cost, it we were still worried if people are happy with with kind of what they receive. That do they okay. feel that they are? It's it's. Worth uh, worth the money that they put into it because uh, there is the postage and blah blah blah. And people were were like like all of the people would that answered the questionnaire we sent to the like first two lots. They were like, yes, I would buy again. I, I was in in total happy, and I'm like, wow, yeah. <laughs> well, how how is this happening? But like. <laughs> Then we got kind of decided that okay, well, if if people like it and if 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 it gives something a new chance that we will not have time to work on in in several years or I don't know decades, then then it might be worth doing it, and then we'll we'll keep doing it, I guess, at least monthly, every every now and then. So I love it. Yeah. I w- I was looking at multiples of them, and then I was like, okay, I'm just gonna like make dinner, and then, well, they're gone. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe next yeah, time. <laughs> maybe next time. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, man, that's I I'm like I'm super thrilled that you're doing that. Um, it's it's something that I'm looking to grow in for sure. Like. Uh, I, like I said, I I really believe that if we're not repairing cameras, the like medium will die, and yeah. that's terrifying to me. Yeah, and there's there's now quite a good uh, movement starting in the U.S. called LearnCameraRepairs.com, oh, okay. where uh, some of the old masters are are doing. There's a Facebook group, and then there's um, uh, material on, on on the site. Okay, uh, so. That that is actually a, a good way. They have the old kind of material that you would buy as a post course, like that you did by post back in the 80s or 90s, and it cost several thousand dollars or something to do the course uh, back then, and then you get a certificate. But now it's it's available for free essentially. Oh man. So okay. that's a that's a very good way to get the basics right because that that is the hardest part. And then uh, obviously, like uh, I've seen people with very little experience um, opening up cameras with real value, and that that's that 
Yeah. That is, that is like a, a kind of a, they end up sadly usually, like, because uh, if, if you're in the beginning and you haven't gone through, for example, the course and you understand the kind of the basics, then uh, the chance of you getting it somehow to work it is okay if you are not like totally bad at everything but like if if you have some common sense and you have endless time you will get it to work somehow but will it be repairable in the future will it be sustainable like i've seen so bad youtube videos where you know to fix a tlr shutter they just take off the front element and add more oil <laughs> into the the, <laughs> the shutter uh, so it's more better lub lubricated, which is like, well, yeah, it will fix it for a while. But the the reason why it it didn't move, it has just now moved with the oil further into the system, <laughs> yeah. and the oil is spreading. So the next time someone opens it and wants to actually fix it, he has to, you know, get the oil off all the pieces yeah. you know take the pieces off one by one and then drain the oil off and then put the right amount of lubricant in the right spot and yeah so, so okay. like, yeah, please yeah like it's good that people test and and learn and and uh, and you know try it out but please do use cameras that doesn't don't really yeah. matter like like there's the Kodak Instamatics or, or something, you know, that, that don't have even film available for them. Right. Don't take a $300 item or a $1,000. I mean, I've seen people, you know, try to fix their own Leica, which is like, what? I mean. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, at that point, maybe you have like all of the money, and then you're just like, "Yeah, this is just a fun hobby." <laughs> I'll destroy yeah, my. Yeah, it's it's more of a people who actually don't like they bought yeah. some uh, M4 when when they were still like five hundred dollars or something, and yeah, and then now it got stuck, and then they're like, "Well, a full cleaning somewhere would cost five hundred or eight hundred, and I'm not gonna put another five hundred or eight hundred on." And then, 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 and then they end up with something with no actual real value. Uh, or th then the even worse option is that they fix something for a while, or so it seemingly seemingly works, and then they put it up for sale somewhere, and then someone buys it at a full one thousand dollar or whatever one thousand three hundred dollar price. And then they get them done, and that's that's like the worst case scenario, yeah. ethically at least. I would say, like, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. you know, having a non-working one, it's like a, you know the old uh, Matilda movie, and then Danny DeVito being the the car salesman. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like this is dodgy. Let's use a, a, a screw a screwdriver or what what that called to do. put the mileage lower and, and yes. then sell it. 
Danny DeVito's good at that kind of a character. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I um your what what what's the Hasi that you have? It's like a um I don't know. Yeah, well, it just, it, it looks I, like I cool. usually take SVC out of the showroom because I, I don't actually own a Hasi, but it's it's quite a fun camera on the super wide because it's a super wide and then it's medium format and then it's very very small it's like it's it's smaller than most 35 slrs like in in terms of bag space so if i if i go somewhere uh on a on a drive or or on a on a trip it's very easy to have that camera uh, always in the bag and then you get medium format goodness but but yeah, it's also a very challenging camera because it's so ultra wide. So you really have to kind of learn how to use it and and to frame things for something that wide, which is is like in some cases it doesn't work at all, but in some cases it's okay. So sure. H- how wide is it? Is it a fifty-five or? It's a thirty-eight. So, jeez. Yeah, yeah so, that is ultra wide. Yeah, so that in in terms of thirty five millimeter, it would be like something like nineteen. Yeah, all in all, so it's a it's a it's a very very wide thing. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's it's so striking. It like it always caught my eye. It's yeah. Funny. What um? So you probably had your hands on a lot of cameras. Um, yeah. What's one that you you dig? What's what's one of your top ones that you like? Um, well, I like the look of the Plowable Machina uh, 67. That's yeah. that's my favorite camera. But uh, my I had one, but it's been upstairs in the working uh, repair queue for for two years now, <laughs> because it never makes it to the top because there's always someone else's work. <laughs> so so uh, uh, I'm missing that one. Um, but uh, all in all, it's I I've quite got fun to compact cameras lately, uh-huh. uh, just because of that kind of uh, you have one always in your pocket, uh, and uh, like the best shots obviously come in a memorable situation, and if there's a good light, like I I am. I'm not in a position where I can essentially, or I guess I could go and see the sun rise or, or you know, <laughs> do that, you know, uh, epic moments. I mean, but usually in my kind of day-to-day life, it's, uh, it's, it's just waiting. And then I, at some point we're running in the woods with kids and it's like, oh, now it's very nice light and now it's very like not memorable moment I'll, I'll i'll just take it out of my pocket and and start firing and then yeah. get you know i mean if if you go if you compare it to the digital world you know you can't do a hundred percent crop on it it's not there is not no sharp like yeah. on it yeah for but sure it, it, it's like the colors and and um that uh, kind of that moment and the light will be 
be there and then they will be there for a hundred years. So that's, I'm fine with that. So, yeah, good. Well, so well, like, what's one of your favorite compacts? Um, I would say that Leica Mini 2 uh, would be one of my favorites. There is the Panasonic and the Minolta reverb versions of, of that. Right. Um, but mine broke. The kids took some really good photos before it broke, but then they took it without permission and they broke it. So. Oh, oh the, man. The, the photos were almost worth it, so it's fine. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still annoyed at, at it. That like, and then uh, I've been now testing most most of like the the slightly famous ones. I haven't tested a Yashica yet, or mm. or, but I've done uh, the Olympus Mi two. It was like okay, but like, not not that special. And I have the Rolle AF335 AM, which is the, the Fuji Fuji Classic, uh, is the the same thing. Uh, okay. And that, that that's that's pretty good. Uh, the flash you load it with a Fuji 400H and the, and use the internal flash, and you have like the most beautiful kind of colors that, that I've seen in, in a long time. Um, but then now, I, a month ago, I found a Nikon AF600, which is plasticky, but it has a panoramic mode, oh. and it's very light. And that turned out pretty fine, too. And um, oh. like, I haven't really actually tested a compact camera that would give me bad results in in what I want to use it for. <laughs> sure. Yeah, so, yeah. like, well, m with most compact cameras, the main main problem is that if they uh, the electronics are are fried in terms of it overexposing or underexposing by a lot. But as we have the tester machines, we, I I can test the ones well, that's I nice. use. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I, I I get ones that either overexpose a bit or or then are you know good at exposure. Then 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 you're fine with it. essentially anything for yeah. for the purpose I'm using using them for. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, I I rarely shoot compact. I I I've never really gotten into it. So I'll have to dive into that world for sure. Yeah, you have how many kits do you have? Two. Nice. Yeah, and two, but like during Corona times, we teamed up with another family, and essentially, I had four for, <laughs> for <laughs> most of the time. That's so good. that that was a handful. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I have four kids, so oh. I'm I'm familiar with the handful. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But it's, but it's, yeah, well, and one of them just started grabbing my cameras. Like, all of my kids have never really gotten into my camera stuff. And one of yeah. them has started, like, taking them and, like, sleeping with them, which is, like, partially cute. But also, please don't touch my cameras. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, there's, uh, like, all the good part is that you can get to those uh, all-weather, um, 
things that are like drop proof uh, yeah. that were for construction sites. Yeah. You can usually find one of them for a hundred euros or something and then give, <laughs> give that to up. the kids or then, <laughs> yeah. then just give the $5 ones uh, that you find. And, like I found a Spider-Man one. Oh yeah. Son, and he was like, Oh yeah. Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> So, that's awesome yeah and then i got one one uh, guy in, in sweden just gave gave a nikon something with a zoom and it also has a image stabilization which is like wow yeah that's crazy compact film camera with a vr like oh look what what's this but yeah i gave that to my girl and it's it's quite big in her hands but it has a zoom and she can zoom in and zoom out and He's actually taking pretty good pictures now, and I'm I'm finally getting pictures of myself, yeah, which is you know, good for her memories too, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I um my my boy, my oldest, we recently went on a. Um, I was taking. It was real exciting. I was taking pictures of uh, banks all around yep. Texas. So it was like. I think it was it was almost three thousand miles that I drove round trip. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, I gave him a bunch of disposable cameras and like getting stuff back from that trip was so yeah. yeah it was just so wonderful to see his perspective and like why did you take pictures of figs? Yeah, it's cool. That, like you know what what yeah. brought you to that moment where you wanted to click the shutter? Like yeah, kinda... yeah, like it. It's obviously like. This weekend, I just found uh, uh, some compacts in a, in a flea market, and then there was a Superior 200 or, or something uh, still in box. And I was like, okay, we were going to a kind of nature walk thing with, uh, they put in, in the North of Finland, they put like uh, these kind of instruments or things you could bang in the middle of the forest. Oh. And then, and like uh, you get uh, like me, like sounds and music, or like if you're good, you get music, but like <laughs> mostly <laughs> you get sounds. Yeah. Uh, so the kids love the place, and then I went. Uh, I gave the the camera, and it had 36 photos, and then the kids ran ran off, and then uh, I was like, well, well okay, uh, and then they, my my wife, I don't know. Their grandmother went went with them, and I, I don't know where where I got this bracket. But by the time I catched up with them, like maybe eight minutes later, twenty four shots had been taken. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, well, that is not exactly the point. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, like I I gave you thirty six shots. You don't have to take them in fifteen minutes. <laughs> but like, well, he did, and and now I'm I'm. Like, Excited! I left uh, the the role to be developed yesterday, so it, it's going to be an interesting. What did he see in fifteen minutes? Kind of role, but yeah. uh, like in all in all, it's it's a very kind of. Uh, I think it's worth the money per role to see what your child sees in a way. Hundred percent. Like, like it's it, it 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 takes money and it takes like. <laughs> Um, but on the other hand, it's like, 
you don't you have you don't need a fancy camera and you don't need a fancy film it's pretty much anything will do yeah. uh, and then um yeah that it is it's interesting to give them their like they understand that they have their own perspective when they have mm -hmm. their own camera which is uh obviously a very good thing to do uh, or like uh, something that you want as a parent to give your children their own perspective and and kind of cultivate them to have a perspective and and say what they like or what they don't like and and photography in a way makes that possible but i don't know if like i've i'm not really tried it with digital uh because like yeah i don't have digital cameras for them but like yeah. it's uh, it i don't know if it will work the same way because there is no like there's infinite number of shots in a, in a way so right do they need to choose do they need to actually think about their perspective on life or can they just shoot at the dog or a thousand shots yeah like, yep yeah yeah like um i i really i think there is something to that because you know i i kept on telling him like you only have so many shots you can only take so many so don't you know we have multiple days we're driving a lot you have two cameras two disposables so make those last over you know three days and he, he mostly did fine <laughs> but but whenever they got back i think that was the the more important part was being able to sit down with them and like go through each photo and talk about each one and you know yeah take this one and then he was like oh i forgot i did that one and like oh you know there was there yeah. was so much excitement in reliving those moments that he he took and so yeah, I I think digital falls flat there because then it's just instant, and they're not yeah. like, you know, he's not trying to be like a super technical photographer. <laughs> yeah, he's six, mm -hmm. so <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man, that's that's good. Um, do you have an absurd thing uh, or unusual habit? Mm. Related to what? <laughs> it's just life in general. <laughs> um, like, if it if it helps, I can tell you one of mine because I have plenty. Well, yeah, you can start. Okay. Um. So I don't know where this started, but at, like mouth sounds, like, you know, where like people are like chewing or like, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Drives me insane. And I, I like, I have pretty bad hearing, but um, like whenever I was trying to fall asleep last night, um, my dog was like licking. And she just wouldn't stop. <laughs> I was about to lose my mind. 
So that's an absurd thing about me. Like it, it really shouldn't bother me, but it, it really does. Um. Uh, mm, well, yes, I think I have. It, it's not quite as like intricate or small, but like what what is odd what, that I have noticed when when I've grown older is that I have this kind of um, ability to and not see into the future, but like count up like things like, okay, like if that plus that plus that happens, then this will happen in two years or three years or something. Interesting. Uh, so like um, I have this kind of deduction that that is not time sensitive. Uh, so so it's uh, like it, it's kind of useful for I mean seeing potential in people and then figuring out that like okay if they do this and that and that then they can become this. Or, or seeing uh, projects and like the only, only downside to is to it is that I I I do not have a sense of time in my head in terms of like I do not know what should be done now and what should be done in five years and what should be done in or should have been done two years ago. Uh, so. <laughs> So every now and then I do things that should have been, I should have waited for a few years or, or then I do things that, uh, like, uh, or like I, I don't do things because I think that they should be done in a few years, but then they were doing like, for example, it's uh, like, it, this is a kind of stupid example, but it's it's an example <laughs> anyhow. Like in uh, in 2013, I I did this whole YouTube um, um, YouTube camera school in Finnish. So it, there's like 14 uh, classes on aperture and everything. Uh, but YouTube became a thing in Finland in 2017. Like four oh. years later, or something, because like it 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 was connected to the time when monetization of YouTube landed in Finland. Oh. So, like the the YouTube in in the US was already a thing in 2013, and there was like bigger accounts, and there were YouTubers and blah blah blah, and and then so like I I did this course and we we put some effort to it and and uh, hired a guy to do it not not in a high fashion or high but like you know okay youtube standards uh, at that time and then just to notice that like no one is on youtube (laughs) (laughs) the the videos got like maybe ten thousand views or or five thousand views (laughs) or or something and then like if they if i would just have published the same videos four years later, there would have been like 50,000, 100,000 or whatever. Now they're just getting lost in the abyss of endless videos of YouTube kind of. Uh, but so. you, could, you could always 
take him down and put him back up. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But like, Re- it, reuse it, that it, stuff. <laughs> but uh, it's it's like there is still the sense of kind of urgency somehow on the internet, even though YouTube is a it, it's a thing that we are watching ten year old YouTube videos just happily. Yeah. Like it's something that didn't happen on the internet like five years ago or eight years ago. Like there was no old content in in a way. Like yes, there's there's Ken Rockwell and, and you know things that be, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know articles that been there forever. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but then like yeah, for social media content there was a very uh, quite a long period where everything was very instant and yes. nothing had a long tail in in a way so right but yeah it's that's my odd quirk maybe maybe like uh, that makes me a bit odd in in a way but it's 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 a it's both a gift and and, and a curse yeah i mean it's kind of a superpower i mean being able to be being able to to read a scene or or you know what what might happen or what has happened and add it together like it's pretty good that's that's yeah, way, I mean, way it, better it, than yeah. most people yeah it's it's useful it, once you like start to learn to have other people who can uh, manage when an idea or when uh, things should be done actually like yeah uh, so, so it's it's a good uh, good treat uh, as a, as a part of a team with other people who have more sense of time and sense of place maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I, it's it, it's it's very very not useful for an individual if they're just like doing their own life yeah so is your is your wife pretty um even keel about time <laughs> yeah 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 well my wife is, is good about that and like it it doesn't happen so much in 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 kind of uh home life because the like home life has its its pattern with children growing up at a certain speed and you know sure. like but uh but it happens with 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 kind of the, the project and work life in general mm. it, it, and it also happens in in like in volunteer year work and and everything like all social kind of uh it's it's odd to see uh you know a 16 year old kid and then being like oh that oh that that guy is going to be good in 10 years like <laughs> yeah, uh, that it's 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 like really useful, but really also <laughs> annoying because what like how to to manage it it in a way. Yeah, yeah, man, I I like that a lot. I it's um it's a way of observing i think i think a lot of people don't have the patience to actually see things so like you said it's so instant like a lot of a lot of content online is so instant and we're just bombarded with 
images and videos and you know all the stuff but if we truly take the time to observe and like put two and two together then then i th- i think what what your real superpower there is is listening and observing yeah and inferring obviously right? yeah and i think once i i get now the good part is that uh, like i'm not a very good re- reader but now that there's this uh, whole uh, audiobook thing coming up uh-huh. or or has landed so if, <laughs> yeah. if i can start pushing my brain with content as an audiobook then it might might uh, I don't know if it's worth sh- supercharging it, but <laughs> like if, if it, it might be good. good oh yeah, because, yeah. yeah uh, um, when my previous job, um, I would have earbuds in all day, so I would yeah. either be listening to music, a podcast, or an audiobook. Yeah. And um, last year. I listened to like 50 something books. Yeah. Um, and it was like no problem. It was really easy to listen to that many books. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a huge believer in the audio. Well, clearly I started a podcast, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. audiobooks too. I mean, uh, you know, fiction and nonfiction, just um, I've read a lot of business books and, or read, listen to, yeah, not technically yeah. read, but yeah. yeah, 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 turn it on, yeah. Well, um, okay, let's go into. What, do you have a main aim with your photography currently? Um, before. Before the kids, I used to do a lot of this um, uh, kind of work for NGOs slash development aid kind of work. So, so I, I I I did tours in in uh, South Asia and and did photos for promotional materials and and things like that. Um, and that was my my main kind of theme in in photography was was this whole kind of social in, injustice uh, theme that that uh, we covered in the in the beginning. Uh, but then uh, it's after the kids and after the, the the project begun and and. We've been swamped with that. It's been mainly be, been like family photos, and then every now and then a, a photo of a uh, like a repair guy who is retiring, and then uh, like uh, he, he he he's giving his legacy forward, and, and kind of the things that I, I see during that that kind of daily yeah. thing yeah uh, so that and then obviously instagram as as stupid as the algorithm and the whole concept is it's it's like that's most of like my published photos are essentially photos of cameras which is 
stupid, but that's that's the only <laughs> only way to to kind of get the algorithm to work in in a sense that uh, if if we do a photo without a camera, then we don't get the likes. So then the likes there is no reach on the post, and then then when there is no reach, there then there is no that it beats the point, yeah. and then. So then we have to do all kinds of photos of cameras, <laughs> like camera so, board. Isn't it so ridiculous that, that that I don't yeah. understand it? Why? Why? I mean, I like cameras. Sometimes I yeah. look at them, but man, I like a feed of just cameras is not really appetizing to me. And like, yeah. But apparently, to the algorithm, it definitely is. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean it reaches the right people, and then, yeah. then like I, I put more effort in the in the kind of descriptions because then yeah. there there I can write about stuff, and then Perfect. like uh, so so the descriptions are are my main main kind of um, how would I say thought provoking uh, tool at the moment. So yeah. Yeah, I think text slash video maybe kind of thing world. Yeah, yeah. I think I think with Instagram, uh, a lot of people get frustrated with it, Um, and I have been one of those people. But what what you really have to do is learn. It's it's just like photography. You learn the basics of it. Like this is how this thing works. Yeah, and then you, you know, use those rules. Maybe break some of the rules, you know, and and you're playing yeah. within the game that they've created, and then yeah. you'll be fine. Yeah, like, um, but yeah, it's 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 both at the at the same time. It's 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 nice to be playing a game, but it's just a super annoying game. Like, <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> yep. Like, <laughs> Uh, and it's 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 uh, annoying, especially because it's mandatory. So, like, if like I I envy Instagrammers who have the possibility of doing Instagram um, with kind of as just to showcase the work they do daily, like in in terms of like uh, uh, they go and shoot 18 rolls of street photography and then they just post whatever at whatever time <laughs> and, and like if people like it people like it <laughs> like yeah. they don't like that's, that's my approach <laughs> yeah I've, I've given up on the game sir but <laughs> yes yes but yeah like uh, i i would in a way kind of like to do that but then on the, on the other hand like it's for the project it's essential that the reach grows and exactly. the word spreads and and the game is played and and then and you know uh, i mean uh, i don't know how long it will continue people are getting frustrated about mm-hmm. it so that's that's also some uh, reason we've been collecting more and more email uh, subscriptions so that like one day or whenever we all get tired about the Instagram game, there is still a way to, you know, 
connect with people and send out a message or, or yeah. You know, something. Yeah, so, that's that's huge too. Man, yeah. you're smart. You know, you know what's up. <laughs> so yes, many people forget too. about email, and that's yeah. like, that's the biggest thing you could be doing as a business. Like, I do I do marketing, um, yeah, kind of stuff uh, outside of the photography world. In um, yeah, email man, that's where you need to be doubling down on. Yeah, e- email is is good, and then like. Obviously, having actual content on the website is always good. Also, so yeah. So and and I guess YouTube is now again. Yeah, I, I mean, so I'm so annoyed that it's like <laughs> seven years <laughs> since I started YouTube. <laughs> and then I did I did all the work in the beginning, and then we're like, oh no, there's no one in YouTube. I will go away. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, and I then, would say. I would say for film photography right now, it's that's like YouTube goldmine. There's so many film photographers popping up on YouTube. Yeah, and they're growing at a very, very fast pace. Some of them, right? And, and uh, why not? I mean, I'd rather watch film YouTube than TV. Or, or like, if my wife would like it, then we would probably not even have a Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. and maybe those film photographers need to get better with their content. So yeah, reach reach a wider audience, maybe. Yeah, and they are like, uh, I mean, one one of the big reasons of film photography, uh, this revival in the last two three years, is is that photographers and labs have started to play the games. Yeah. They started to play the Instagram game. They've started to play the YouTube game. And uh, and it's reaching new people. And, and that's like, that's, and the labs are doing also a new way of service. I mean, it's not new for the US. You've done, you've had it for, I think, five years or eight years already that there is this almost cloud-based, uh, high-end uh, lab uh, that, you know, the, the meaning of the lab is not actually to create uh, that, you know, postcard-sized photos that, and, a, and a CD. <laughs> the, 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 the reason for the lab is to send good uh, scans and uh, it's affecting young people who get good scans onto their phone and they they are straight away ready to be uploaded into their instagram game and then it it keeps growing and and becoming more interesting to people and and that's that's a very very good thing for the whole whole kind of uh photography ski, uh, scene like new, especially film photography scene. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I feel like labs are starting to become kind of like the rock stars of you know, like, oh what lab do you use? Oh, they're so good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That was that was never a thing. Yeah, yeah. That 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 has started in, in the US and and now it's creeping a bit into to Europe and then um I don't know what in Japan it seemed to be not not the case, but on the other hand, like I, I know that uh, labs like Carmencita in Spain get film from Japan. Yeah. Like like why why would they get 
but then like it's it's the the whole concept is it's not of only a lab but you essentially get a personal retoucher uh that you know retouches your shots on lightroom before they come to you for the same price of a developing so like why not yeah <laughs> i mean if you you are like not that serious with if you're not sh shooting velvia you know uh then 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 you you that's pretty much the best thing that can happen to your photography if you want to save time having a personal retoucher <laughs> doing yeah. doing all your films <laughs> uh, for the same price so yeah yeah I, but boy that film <laughs> you you touched on a nerve there Delvia <laughs> yeah. is like i don't know i've i've shot maybe like two rolls of it in my film career yeah it's just not really that enjoyable <laughs> well yeah but it's like but it's a learning yeah. thing yeah yeah it's um, and it's uh, there is a different mindset with with the people shooting uh slide to perfection and shooting black and white to perfection and then the young people sending uh, color plus to a lab so like it's it's a whole different genre basically yeah so so it's they they shouldn't be compared essentially. Yeah, well, I think I think also it's the cost to me is like slide film is so expensive. Yeah, and and pretty expensive to develop over here too. So like it's just I don't know. For me, it's not very practical, especially in my client work. Like I'm not going to shoot slide. Yeah, but you know, maybe I should. You can convince me yeah. if you want to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, my my slide shooting is is mainly medium format, and then I I decide like, okay, now we're going to uh, teach the kids how to ride a bike, and I, this is a thing I want to get like the best memories that I can scroll with the kids. I can take the role and you know. Put it on a light table and yeah, show it. So cool. This is what like when you learn to ride a bike. That's that's why I I I use a slide. But uh, like it's a special occasion, special kind of, uh, and and I know that I want to have it as a positive in the end. So that's yeah. That's what when you use slide or I I use slide, but then like. Uh, for daily snaps or one snap here, one snap there, slide is not useful. Yeah. Yeah. It is magical. Like when you get the positive, it's just like there's nothing, and, nothing cooler than that. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Especially in like six by nine or six <laughs> by. <like. Jeez. laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, I've never shot it in medium format. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Medium format slide is the best. Okay. Or I guess large format slide is the best, but like <laughs> an extra large format slide is even better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh do you have an inspiration that comes for your photography outside of photography? 
Well, yes, obviously. I mean, everything in photography now is is just making memories stick, because that's that's part of of the problem of my brain is that it it doesn't do memories very well. Mm. Like, or I I cannot access my old memories. I, I have a quite a good memory, but I have no way to access memories without a physical something uh, okay. to trigger that kind of memory. So, uh, so I I need uh, photos to to remember what was it like to have a two year old or one year old. Mm-hmm. Um, so so that that's kind of the biggest influence into my photography is it's just a personal diary essentially so that if i shoot enough i can go back and and remember it all but then if i don't and that's also maybe something uh film is really good and especially the compact cameras is really good because i i can actually live the moment uh in the moment without chimping into the dslr Yep. And without, uh, in a compact camera, without, you know, worrying about exposure or blah, blah, blah. So mm-hmm. I can actually live the moment. I, I can actually have the memories and create the memories w- without being re- restricted to the, to the kind of the moment or, or the, the photography in, in the moment. I can be in the moment, not doing photography. Right. Uh, so, so then, like that—that's, I would say, the the biggest motivator at the moment. And then, I mean, I have had plans for some some kind of photo series to, to do them, but I, I think I'll, I'll I'll just wait to be a bit older and and kind of <laughs> like have have more <laughs> more time or then go and do the series with the kids or, or something like, yeah. like, uh, so, but at the moment it's, it's, it's a, just a memory maker. That's good. Well, that's, that's what really what matters. Like, yeah. at, at least for me. Um, yeah. and, and I think any like family man is yeah. having, having those memories. Cause you know, you, you have the, the, that like, early stage like you said like one to two year old you're just like uh, there's so much progression there and it goes so fast and yeah like, oh man you were you were like super chubby and now you're like really thin and like like there's like this crazy range that happens within like such a rapid time period yeah that like only you can catch if you're documenting them like basically every day yeah and the other thing that I've noticed that actually works quite well is is short video clips, like Ooh. with the phone, like Ooh. it's uh, because they don't distract you in the moment that much. It like you put it on and you you follow the the, the kid and, and they they're really nice. I don't know how they will you know um, kind of be uh, stored in in. Like maybe now with cloud storage they will last, but yeah. I don't know. Uh, so so like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, the, those are also valuable. But 
somehow like um, endless feed of digital fo photos that 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 is not that special like yeah like, i don't i don't it, it's just so hard to access in a way and and to kind of put a value for it that i guess that's the reason why in all in all the the photo scene and and the camera makers or like the camera manufacturers are are getting into trouble is that people just don't need them for mm -hmm. their memories and uh, most most people or that like, photography was uh or is still kind of the the like for the masses but it's not because masses do art it's because masses want memories to be yeah. uh, uh, kind of uh, memories be made, and that's that's the 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 hard part of of like uh, photography at the moment is because like uh, the, the cameras are becoming so good in in both like the D DSLRs are just you know you 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 shoot Saturn with a new <laughs> You know, you, you get the rings of Saturn with the new R6. <laughs> like, <what>? like <laughs> yeah. you're not supposed to, you know, take that kind of photos. <laughs> like, what do you do with that kind of quality? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then, like, it's, and then the the phones are doing also very very well, but like. Uh, it's still not the same same thing and and people are getting confused about their memories and like that's maybe a, like i i think a lot of people use instagram or or something as a kind of memory diary mm -hmm. thing not and those people usually have them private accounts or, or something so right. like you curate the digital flow into some kind of diary looking memory book thing yeah yeah and it's yeah yeah i think i think it's a um if, if you're not trying to like have a business on instagram i think that's what like one of the best ways to go about it is you know it's like a journal entry you're you're just writing something about that memory that you have and it's just like it's special and important Maybe maybe yeah. you want to share that with other people. Maybe have a a public diary. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, terrifying. <laughs> but <laughs> well, it's, some people enjoy it. But like, yeah, like uh, I I would be fine with uh, having. A, well, my personal account is closed. I mean, it still has a bit too much people because it wasn't closed in the beginning oh. <laughs> and I can kick people out, but like I would be fine with having, you know, 300, 400 of, of like, not even all my Facebook friends need to be on, <laughs> but like, you know, it's fine that my great aunt or something uh, stalks <laughs> on my life. It's and my diary. It's, it's like, Totally fine, and it's even easier than actually calling, <laughs> telling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's like it's not not fine for a guy I met uh, at a random camp in 
you know, 10 years ago. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think you're really talking on my children. It's like, eh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Privacy has gone by the wayside, really. Yeah. Yeah. I probably should but have that, that's, that, that's also uh, one kind of thing uh, about the analog world is that there's you know, like thousands of cameras you can choose. Uh, in, essentially, in the digital world, you, you pretty much get the same. Like all the phone cameras are the same yep. in terms of like it's a semi-wide angle and, uh, and you know, it takes pretty decent colors and pretty decent photos and like, but in, in, in the film world, you have a medium format and you have a special camera for wide angles and you have a special camera for your jacket pocket and you have a large format camera if you want to, you know, do a nature shot where you can see the bugs in a tree yeah. or, right. you know, yeah. like you have, you have all the, the, the kind of, uh, different tools for expression and then you just choose something and and that that is the reason I think like that is uh, the main motivator for for the team in in camera rescue is like uh, if if we lose cameras um, then it means that we lose tools of expression yeah uh, so so then we go more and more into this one like 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 one uh, truth to rule them all kind of uh, uh, world where there is only one way to um, or like one kind of way to, to take your memories or one way to express your, yourself and and then Obviously, that that is uh, that is bad for culture. That is bad for for like um, the freedom of expression. And then, like, if we can manage to rescue, like, I mean, obviously, we have limits also. So there is no point in rescuing uh, instamatics, which you know don't have film. Right. available for them or there's no point in putting a lot of effort into rescuing them we might you know not throw them in the garbage but like uh, uh, so we have to limit it to somewhere but like if we talk about 35 millimeter cameras and 120 cameras and large format cameras then yeah we should try to have as many in as different price ranges as as accessible for as many people in the world to have different kind of tools and and it that's has, has been really cool in the film uh photography world in the last 15 years like how cheap you have been able to get these amazing tools uh and amazing and then like if someone in the 80s would have seen the the kind of camera collections some just a, like a random dude has <laughs> i know that, yeah. Uh, they would have died of you know jealousy. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. the professionals, you know, they had maybe three cameras or four, <laughs> and then, yeah. then like now in in the two thousand tens, there there were there were people who had like oh well yeah I have eight 
Lakers and uh, expand and uh, <laughs> blah 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 because they yeah. were so cheap for a while. So yeah, yeah, and they and they all have such different character too. Like yeah. like you said, they're tools, but then they also have like each tool has its own. Clearly, that was taken by X. You know, yeah, like medium format. You know, through a, a Contax six four five looks different than through a Pentax six four five. Uh, yeah, mainly film flatness. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they they all have like, and then and then you like you can have a Holga. It's like that's like that's an artistic expression, and just using that, and it's like weird softness and like it's fun. Yeah, and you tape it together every time you change your roll. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. In the in the last five years, do you have a, a change in habit or belief that has impacted your life for the better? Um this is this is this is the deepest question we're gonna go. <laughs> um, maybe like yeah, I would say so. Like maybe still five years ago, I I thought that there would be maybe uh, something something more kind of better out there in the world. Like we are quite on the limits of of the world, like that as north as, as a country can get, essentially, and. And like we essentially always have been thought, uh, taught in, in Finland to kind of, if you want to see the real big world and the real chances, then you, you go to somewhere like, I don't know, New York or, or London. Or, and you, you try, like if you have, you know, potential, go there and be, be like, go to the Silicon Valley or whatever. Okay. And, uh, or that is the kind of the long story, but then 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 maybe maybe in the five, last five years I've I've noticed that uh, we're pretty fine here. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> <yeah>, good. <laughs> like th- there is no like we we got a system that works in 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 society, and we we got space, and we got uh, like. We got some bad weather, but it could be worse. It could be hotter, or, or like too hot, or it could be very rainy, or it. So like, like uh, I had this kind of desire of of going back to the world, but now I'm like, eh, it's okay. Like, I'm fine here. I'm happy. Uh, so so I I don't know if it's a change of beliefs but like i don't and i don't maybe believe in in a i don't know an american dream anymore in, in a in a sense kind of or or a, uh you know what <laughs> like that, that there is a need for for going fast to the top or 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 like there there is Life can be just fine, and, yeah, and, and it's yeah, good. yeah. I think that's that's awesome. It's a change in perspective of yeah. 
you know, contentment, I think is, yeah. that is all right. And in and, and gratitude for what you have. Yeah. Um, because that, that's ultimately like, I'm with you. I'm over the American dream. And yeah, I've, I've never really wanted it. Um, but I guess I am in America. So whatever, that's the dream. Yeah. Um, but it's the, what the crux of the American dream is that people are unhappy with their current life and they want something yeah. better instead yeah. of being grateful for what you have and, and thankful for the family that's around you or, you know, the, the, the halfway broken camera that you shoot, you know, it's like, yeah. just enjoy what you have and be thankful for what you have treated with kindness and respect. And like, that's like, that's living. Yeah. And, and also like, you can see this kind of, uh, development where where the the flats in in the center of london or paris or new york or whatever they're just just so expensive like i mean yeah. <laughs> like but it, it's not even that it's it's even getting like you go into a sub, suburb of toronto and then you pay a million dollars for a for a de like semi-decent thing like mm. so uh so we we have it good in like not even being in the biggest city in in finland or being in the second biggest city so it's it's you get very good value for for living and and it's it's kind of this rat race of like yes there is more things in a big city and there is more options and there is maybe some quick money to be earned but then then like is it worth uh the amount you would have to pay for living and and then is it worth the like is it a kind of bubble in 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 itself the the whole pricing of of all that living and and, and everything it's it uh, Oh, it's it's a quite a deep and complicated issue of of property prices and who owns them and who benefits of them and the whole debt kind of world we live in that everything like debt is scaled by owning property and then yeah so yeah yeah I it's so many people uh, I'm. I said earlier that I live in Austin. I live about 40 minutes outside of Austin, which in yeah. Texas is nothing. Um, but uh, because Austin is way too expensive and my wife and I are both artists. And so yeah. we're, it's not like we're like making bank. We don't have a ton yeah. of money. Um, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't need... I live in a small town that's like a bunch of, you know, rednecks kind of somewhat. And um, yeah. I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and whenever you live in a big city, you're not only paying a lot in rent, but you're also more prone to go out and do things, which also yeah. costs money. And so yeah. 
That's a good place to be, man. Yeah. Content. Happy. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for being on the podcast, man. I really appreciate yeah. it. No problem. Time. Thanks for having me. It's uh, also a very different kind of podcast than the, like most of podcasts are like that I've, I've been on have been a bit less deep, but that, oh. that's fine. <laughs> yeah. But it's good. It's good. Like it, I mean, it's uh, life is in the end is about the deep things. So, so it's good to kind of uh, have conversations about them and, and the whole whole culture of internet is not not about having conversations about deep things. It's about fighting about deep things um, with a disguise. Um, so it's, but it's it's also hard to to kind of have the the, the discussions um, because they need time. Like if, if you have uh, people with opposite uh, views, uh, it, you just need time to find a common ground, and it won't happen on on Twitter. Like. Yeah, it that is happen. not that is not the place to do that. Yeah, like I, it would be actually a fun podcast series to have people like of the complete opposite sides of the table, and then the podcast is just as long as it takes for them to find some common ground uh, or something. I like that. <laughs> that that would be. I don't know if anyone would listen to it, but that would be a good uh, kind of. Uh, good growing experience for the people in in the opposite sides of, of the table. Here we are again at the end of the line. I've gotten a lot of emails asking why iTunes only gives you five stars to rate the podcast. And the answer is, well, they, they plum ran out. So they, they had to ration these things out and they only give you five. Um, but I, I feel like you can make do with that. You can, you can go ahead and do the full five and then maybe write a review if you want to. You can find Yuho at, um, you know, Camera Rescue. Uh, at Camera Rescue on the Instagram. He's basically the one running all that uh, behind the scenes situation there. I am at Sasquatch Mansfield. This podcast is at the Film Photography Podcast on Instagram. Our music was written and produced by the amazing Ross Graham. If you need music for any reason, he'll be your Huckleberry. Wisdom this week comes from Tony Ray Jones, who said, Photography can be a mirror and reflect life as it is. But I also think it is possible to walk like Alice through a looking glass and find another kind of world with the camera. I think he's referencing Alice in Wonderland there. But not positive. Till next week, guys. Be well. Do good work. Stay disciplined. Cheers.